Yo, what's good, you two? Welcome back to the Shooter Straight Podcast. It's your co-host Zach, and I'm blue. and I'm Blue. Man, it's, two, uh, it's episode six. Man, thank y'all for tuning tuning into episode five and, and all the previous episodes, running up the clips and the likes and everything like that. Like always, uh, we've been doing extremely good on Instagram Reels and TikTok recently. So thank you everyone for who has been coming from that and uh, supporting us on there. You know, we really appreciate it. Uh, liking every comment and all that. You know, it's just fun to get the good discussion going between everybody. And ultimately, that's what we love uh, as sports fans. Uh, sports and music fans, you know what I mean? We of just course. want a good conversation at the end of the day. We love doing it, and uh, we love interacting with y'all in the comments and everything like that. So thank you, everyone, for running that up. Um, and with that being said, man, we're just going to go straight into it with a little bit something different this time, you know, because we want to talk about uh, the NFL. Yeah, let's shoot straight into it. Because we had some, obviously, a lot has been going on in the NFL this offseason. One, one of the crazier NFL offseasons, I would say. And obviously, one of the main storylines has been Tyree Kill being traded, obviously, to the uh, Miami Dolphins from Kansas City. Obviously, that happened a while ago, you know. Uh, but Tyreek Hill ha- has just started his own podcast, and he speaks on leaving the Chiefs in this for the first time publicly. And some of the comments were just crazy. Yeah, for sure. I can't believe he said that, like, Mahomes was more ac- um Tua was more accurate, but Mahomes had a stronger arm, like, I don't know. To question Mahomes' accuracy, I mean, that's a Super Bowl champion, you know. Of course. Like, I'm not, like, two, like, a lot of people would say Tua is one of the more accurate quarterbacks, you know, coming out of Alabama. I was going to say, I haven't seen enough of Tua, Tua's rep, reps, and, like, I haven't seen him play enough, but. Yeah, because, you know, unfortunately. I've he, seen Patrick Mahomes. Coming, coming, <laughs> yeah, how couldn't you? But coming off of that injury Tua had at Alabama, um, you know, he was one of the most accurate passers, you know, he was. One of the, you know, he's pretty good. He was going to be the number one pick at the time, pre-injury, ended up going number five. Have we seen him live up to the expectations? No, but no. Just, but I don't know. I just think in terms of his accuracy, it, it's hard to doubt it, but to just compare it to Patrick Mahomes, I don't know. I just think that that's maybe absurd in a way. And that's even as a Tua fan because you can't question Patrick Mahomes. I mean, that's a – even though that's a two-time Super Bowl. He's been to the Super Bowl twice, been to a lot of AFC Championship games already, so young. The best quarterback in the game. Can't really doubt him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And speaking of Patrick Mahomes. I was going to say we're going to have to see. See what? Patrick Mahomes this season? Yeah, and Tua. See if he performs since he has Tyreek Hill. And it's going to be interesting to see how how Mahomes performs this season with no Tyreek Hill because we haven't really seen Mahomes I mean, do it without him. Yeah, but then again, though, I remember what was Tyreek saying that he wasn't getting favored like he wanted to. Exactly. Last season. So do, do do they really do they need him? Do they need him? Because last season like, he was putting up some decent stats, but compared to what we know Tyreek Hill can do, he wasn't doing the same. And they still did, you know they uh, they still did what they did last season. Obviously, one of the best teams in the league. So you got that great tight end. What's his name? Travis, Travis Kelsey. 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 Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, that's the best tight end in the game. Ugh, the best tight end in the game right now. You know, like they still, Gronk. They still. Oh yeah. Sure. But, but prime Gronk though was prime Gronk. Of course. Prime Gronk right now. You know what I mean. The Gronk is still great, but but he's not. Where he was, of course. Of course, you know, he's just, well, he's older. But he's still an effective tight end as far as tight ends go because the tight end position is still getting more and more utilized, but still underutilized in a sense by some coaches. So. Of course. But back to Mahomes, you know, I just wanted to see, you know, obviously we spoke about Patrick Mahomes' expectations going into next season. Obviously, I think we both expect Patrick Mahomes to be great next season. You know, there's no doubt about that. We, and the expectation should be, like the two, like the Chiefs, every single year should be expecting pretty much to be competing for the Super Bowl because you got Patrick Mahomes. That's just what it is. 
You know what I mean? For sure, but there's other contenders out there. For sure. The Bills a, almost got him last there's time. A, there's a lot of other contenders. And, and obviously... The Bills almost went to the Super Bowl, man. They almost got him. It was it took it took one of the craziest comebacks like at the last second like that to get it to crazy. overtime and then they pretty much won on a coin flip they got lucky you know Josh Allen was still salty about that because they were just playing golf together in the match damn against against Brady and Aaron Rodgers and they were making jokes about it like like Josh Allen can't win the coin toss and stuff like that so you know it's, it's cool because they're friends on and off the field you know Josh Allen and Mahomes you know they're friends but. For the future, let's just say you were you were an NFL GM, you, you're you know you were an NFL GM right now, and you could you had a you had a pick. If you were the NFL GM, would you rather have Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen to lead your team at this very moment? You want to say Patrick Mahomes because he has the experience of being in the Super Bowl, but Josh Allen, he's he's really good. Of course, really really good. So, my in my opinion, I'm. I might have to go with Josh Allen. Over Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. What makes you say Josh Allen? I'd have to look at the stats, but from just playing, like like what I've seen, I feel like he's more consistent. Yeah, Mahomes did have a down year last year. He was throwing a lot more interceptions than Mahomes. Uh, Josh Allen, I mean, who was actually improving his game. Mahomes had a little bit of a down year. In terms of Mahomes, I mean, a down year for Mahomes is still a pretty great year for 99% of the quarterbacks in this league. But, um, and people were getting upset that he choked a couple games. Yeah, because of the interceptions. You know, he would have some, yeah. some some bad plays. But that comes with the territory when you're Patrick Mahomes and you're trying to make some of these crazy plays that he makes. Of course. You know what I mean? They, when they come off, they're cool. You know, when he's doing underhand throws and he's doing you know some crazy throws that it's going to make the, the ESPN top 10. But sometimes it's going to lose you a football game. You know what I mean? But that comes with, that comes with it. You know what I mean? Sometimes it'll win you the game, and sometimes it'll lose you the game. And that's just how it goes. And that's why Josh Allen, like he doesn't make those pl- he doesn't make those risk plays. He's just more consistent. So it, he's hitting. He's just hitting the again, whether it's the short pass or like a long pass that he knows he can get. And Josh Allen, Josh Allen also has the ability as as a runner because he's he's basically one of the biggest quarterbacks in the like. Yeah. He could. He, he's not no Patrick Mahomes on the run though. But. He can, but he, he's actually he's a force on the run. Yeah. He's physical on the run, so he can, he's like he's not scared to take a hit, and he can take. For sure. a hit. If, but you don't want him to take hits unnecessarily because it's Josh Allen, and that's the fran- your future of your franchise. But he can take him if you need him, you know, as a runner. Of course. So I, you know what I mean? I don't know. For me personally, it's hard for me to to pick against Patrick Mahomes. I think I would rather have Patrick Mahomes. I think that with that Super Bowl experience, you know, obviously he's had Andy Reid. You know, one of the greatest coaches, you know, some would say in, in the NFL. I don't know. I feel like if you give Josh Allen the same. The same. Some people would argue The same that. weapons. Some people would argue that for sure. But is it, you can't criticize somebody just for having weapons. Of course. You know, that's just part of the game. You know, I, like, that's just, it's unfair to be like Mahomes is not good just because he had weapons. He, he had Tyreek Hill. You know, I think we're going to see, you know, this year how Tyreek Hill does. And I think that. I'm not saying Mahomes isn't good, but you know what I mean. Yeah, Like no. Josh Allen could have, could have. No, no, for sure. Super Bowl. For sure. And it's going to be a rivalry for the next 10 years. Yeah. Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. Sure. You know what I mean? 10 years from now, they're still going to be talking about who would you rather have, Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen. That's how good these two are. They're going to be that good in the future. It's unfortunate that for my Dolphins, <laughs> that we have to face them two times a year, you know, for the next 10 years, just like we had to face Brady for the last 18. You know, we can't catch a break. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know you wanted to um, dis- discuss um, your predictions about the AFC East um, division. For sure. Well, because 
the AFC East, you know, I wanted to start with the AFC East because I wanted to to give our predictions for who we think will be the best teams in each division, who will win the division, and things of that nature. Of course, and since we're talking about Josh Allen. And, and, and Tua and, and Tyreek Hill. Of course. Figured we would start with the AFC East and discuss who we think will win division by division. So, I guess we'll go ahead and st- we'll start off at the bottom. So, with the New York Jets. You know, I think we can, we're both in agreement that the New York Jets are finishing dead last in the division. Yeah, but I see potential for their franchise. With Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson? You're a Zach Wilson believer? Yeah. He's really speedy. He's accurate with the ball. He, he he makes good decisions at t- most times. I think he has a chance. He just needs to get a good O-line. His O-line's so you think dog that, crap. So, so you think <laughs> that if the Jets continue to build around Zach Wilson, they continue to hit on draft picks and they make some smart management decisions, you think that in a couple of years the Jets can be a contender? Of course. Really? Yeah, definitely. I think they'll definitely be a playoff contender. And so you think they'll be competing with the Bills and the Dolphins to win the division course. in a couple of years? Yeah, for sure. They'll definitely be out the Patriots. Sure. And, and over Mac years. Jones. I got him over Mac Jones. For the future. Yeah. Woo. If the Jets are able if to build Jets around are, him. If the Jets build around him properly. Because Mac Jones is kind of already like Bill Belichick. It's Bill Belichick. The system's there for him. Yeah. So so you're you're a Jets believer, but just not this season. Yeah, I for think, sure. I think we're both in, in agreement. I think the Jets, you know, they made some good picks this year. They, you know, some solid, some solid moves. I think that if it, they can continue to build on this. They're starting to maybe build a decent foundation compared to what they had. They don't really got much going for them. Of course. You know what I mean? It's going to take a lot. You know, obviously this season, I think I got them finishing around 3-14. and 14. You know, they'll be lucky to get the three wins that they get. You know, Damn. They're, they're going to be finishing price. It's, it's just be real. They might finish, you know, four, maybe five. Stuff wins. could happen during the free agency. Then, let's be real. They're not really going to get too much extra players. And, you know, it's just it's pretty much what it's going to be. You know what I mean? They might. The max wins for the you know for the Jets realistically that they're gonna get maybe like five six they, they, and that would be a pretty good year for them and then they hit like six wins this year we will be talking like damn they could they make the next step into like becoming a wild card team like because like that would be pretty solid for them they'll get some free agent additions they were close to getting Tyreek Hill like they're attracting some players they just need to get some build, keep getting their rookies up and building up the talent and then more players will want to go there because it's New York at the end of the day you know what I mean it's a historic franchise. It is the Jets, and for the Patriots, they'll, they'll finish off third. And I and I know you think that Mac Jones is overrated. <laughs> I think Mac Jones is just he's playing well in the system right now, just like Tom Brady played well in that system. I think Mac Jones he's gonna he's not gonna lose you games, but he's not gonna win you games either. But you think he's oh, he's being overhyped in the media for sure because they're talking about him like because he's replacing Brady, the next Brady, exactly. But but if when you just watch Mac Jones, he's just he's like I said, he's like he reminds me of like. Alex Smith, you know, he's not going to win your games. He's not going to lose your games, but he's just going to be mid. Uh, that's Mac not Jones enough. Is, he's just mid. It's not enough. Mac Jones is just mid. He's, 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 he does nothing too spectacular. And he has, you know, his decision-making is pretty solid. That's what, what he kind of banks on. You know, but he's not going to run on you. He's not going to be no Lamar. He's not going to no. beat you with his crazy arm strength. And he's not going to be, so be Josh Allen. So what is he going to do? He's going to have to sit in that pocket, and he's going to have to make smart decisions. Make the check down when it's there. You know, we we know New England quarterbacks know how to do the check down. You know what I mean? Tom Brady has made a living with the check down. I got a question, though. At the top spot, who you got? Your Dolphins or the Bills? I got to go with the Bills, unfortunately. It's your Dolphins, though, bro. It's your team. I got the Dolphins finishing second in this division. You know, I think they'll overtake the Patriots from last year because, obviously, the Patriots finished second last year. 
Um, they made the playoffs as a wild card. Um, with the Dolphins addition that, that they made this year, you know, Tyreek Hill, they they didn't really have the draft capital. You know, they made, but they, they, they got, they improved on the positions that they needed to get in the draft. They got Tyndall, which is a linebacker from Georgia. Yeah, they, I think they're definitely, my bad for cutting you off, but I think they're definitely like a playoff contender team, but not Super Bowl. No way. Nah, nah. Not, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. It depends on what we see out of Tua this two, year. Exactly. It depends on what we see out of Tua. I think that's really the only question mark with the Dolphins for this year. The biggest question mark, because the talent and the coaching is there. I love Mike, the hire of Mike McDaniel, and I like the staff that he's kind of put in place. I think the defense is still going to be good. The Dolphins had one of the best defenses in the league last year, and even though Brian Flores is not there anymore, I still think that the defense will be pretty damn good. For sure. So really just the biggest question mark is can Tua deliver the ball because he has Jalen Waddle and he has Tyreek Hill who are they're talking about what maybe one of the best wide receiver Great. duos in the it's league. Amazing, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. For sure. You know what I mean? You can't question that. So it's really just can Tua get the ball to him and that's gonna, it's gonna come down to the offensive line because the Dolphins had one of the worst offensive lines of all time. I swear last year it was it was, it was so bad. Not As worse than the fan, Jets. It was pretty bad. Not worse than not ba- not it's hard more to be, worse it, than the Jets. It's hard to be worse than the Jets at anything. <laughs> so like that that kind of you know what I mean. But pretty much, bro. Like the Dolphins had a, a pretty damn bad. Because I seen like line. I remember like seeing so many clips of Zach Wilson like having like a guy open and like so many opportunities, but he would just get sacked so quick. It was exactly. nothing he could do. Exactly. And then and a lot of times that will lead into or he'll just make. He'll just make a bad pro because he'll be so much under pressure. And then a lot of times that will lead into, like, sometimes he'll just make a bad throw under pressure and that'll lead to a bad interception. Yep. But when you take it out of context, it looks bad on Zach Wilson. Of course. You know, like, like but that, that honestly, that just comes down to the team. Like, no quarterback would succeed in the Jets right now. So, like, it's hard to be like Zach Wilson is, like, he's so bad. And it's the same thing that happened with Sam Darnold, except Sam Darnold was just kind of trash in general because he left and he's still trash. But that's besides the point. Like, any quarterback is going to be trash on the Jets. Until they build up it, you know what I mean. They gotta get some better players. Let's just be real. For sure. But it's not the end of the world for them. So you know? I got the Dolphins finishing eleven and six. I think they get a wild card, and then ultimately, the Bills—they're gonna win the division again. For sure. They're one was, of the best. Teams I was gonna in the say league. I got the same. So that I got the same list as you. Yeah, Bills, Dolphins, Pats, Jets. I think it's pretty much like the only thing that you could argue is if you think the Pats are gonna be better, and then maybe they would overtake. But like, if you think the Dolphins are overrated. You know, they just added to get a couple guys. You know what I mean? But, like... It's set in stone. Yeah, it's pretty much, I think that's how it's going to finish. You know, Josh Allen is going to be who's Josh Allen's going to be. He's going to lead him, and he's going to win that division. And For ultimately, sure. they'll be one of the best teams in the league next year. But the Dolphins, playoff team. That's my bold prediction. Yeah. The Dolphins will be in the playoffs next year. For the, for the second time in my life. For the second, I, that, you know what I mean? For sure. Now, you heard what Devontae Adams said about... Um, he compared Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr. What do you think about that? Let's just be real. Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen in my I life. I think, personally, I think he's better than Brady. That's that's my bold take. I think he's better than Brady. In terms of ability, there's no doubt in my mind, Aaron Rodgers is better. In terms of just ability. But obviously, Brady, you can't compare with anybody just because when you have seven Super Bowl rings, it's uncomparable to anybody. The, like, the legacy is just there. Like, of course. So, obviously, by default, Brady is the GOAT. You know what I mean? Just because he has... And Aaron Rodgers choked. And Aaron Rodgers has <laughs> choked. But in terms of just pure ability, like, who, like who's just better at the quarterback position? I mean, who hasn't... You know, like, I think when you look at the numbers. Exactly. Like, Brady up. has had a great team. He has that Bill Belichick, blah, blah, blah. 
It's not discounting what Brady accomplished because it's of course not. Yet. But Aaron Rodgers hasn't always had that. Although he has had good teams and he's failed a couple times, but he's just choked. You know, like last season, I think they should have beat the 49ers. Obviously, that's not crazy to say. You know what I mean? They should have won that game. They choked, and and they, you know what I mean. They just they always find a way to lose somehow. But to compare, but like like Devontae Adams obviously leaving Green Bay, you know, leaving Aaron Rodgers, unfortunately. But to compare Derek Carr to Aaron Rodgers to me. Like, I, I rate Derek Carr. I like Derek Carr. I think he's a really good quarterback. Underrated. I think Derek Carr is an underrated quarterback in this league. I think so as well. But you can't compare Derek Carr to Aaron Rodgers. Let's just be real. Aaron Rodgers has done it consistently. We've had Derek Carr have really one run good year, and then he's had some pretty decent years, and he's getting back up to that form that he had. I, one that's, what I, that's what I'm saying. I think he could but, be a Super, Col- Super Bowl contender in the but, future. But I just don't think you can, like... In terms of talent and ability, you're gonna say like what Aaron Rodgers has done. You're gonna say that it's even like oh no, like that's what I'm saying. So I think Devonta Adams kind of he went a little overboard with these comments. You know, I, I think I get, I understand the sentiment of what he was trying to do, but he just kind of went a little overboard. You know what I'm saying? Because I think Derek Carr is an underrated quarterback, and obviously he needs to support his new guy. That's Derek Carr, and they they've been friends for a while. That's that's his boy. Obviously he's gonna support his boy, but like you, you can't compare. That's like like. A goat, and then it's Derek Carr. You know what I mean? So what are your top five QBs heading in the next season? Well, I got Patrick Mahomes. I got Josh Allen. These are in order? In order. Patrick Making Mahomes. Sure. Josh Allen. Tom Brady, number three. Aaron Rodgers, number four. And I got Joe Burrow at number five. Joe Burrow rounding out my top five. I think Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen is kind of interchangeable one, two, depending on who you think is going to be better. Going in the next season, I think it's hard for me to bank against Patrick Mahomes, so I give him a slight edge, even though I think Josh Allen is going to be really, really good. Josh Allen slides into two. Tom Brady over Aaron Rodgers at three, four. That's I was I was debating that, but ultimately I think I'm taking into account Aaron Rodgers not having Devonta Adams next year. I think that will take a slight drop off in his stats because he's just not going to have Devonta. It's obviously, when you don't have Devonta Adams, it's going to take a little slight like it has to. You know what I mean? So I give Brady the edge because Brady kind of is – they're running it back. They pretty much got a lot of the same guys. And then Joe Burrow, after last season, they, they improved the offensive line. You know, they were Super Bowl in, in the Super Bowl last year. I think it's hard not to put – and then obviously, you know, I wanted to put Matthew Stafford, but I just think the Rams is just top-heavy. And then, you know, the Rams, they have a, a lot of great players, and then they have some rookies that they got to hit on. I don't know if the Rams are going to be able to run it back again. You know what I mean? I don't know if they're going to win it again. I don't know if it's going to be tough. They're going to be a great team, obviously. But I think Cincinnati is going to be a really, really good team as well. So I give Joe Burrow the slight edge into my top five. You know what I mean? I think that's what I, what I would have to go with. For sure. I'm thinking Aaron Rodgers, number one. Josh Allen, number two. Mahomes, three. And then I'm putting Dak and then Burrow. Dak? Dak. You're putting Dak? Dak Prescott. Oh, you, okay, okay. I got to hear this. I got to. What do you have to say about Dak? You think Dak is going to be a top five quarterback next For year? For sure. For sure? Yeah. So you, so you think the Cowboys are going to be real good next year? I think the Cowboys are going to be real good next year. They, they, they've always been good. It's just, it's just, what was it? I think he was injured last year, right? Who? 
one of one of the, like the main cowboy stars got injured, whether it was Ezekiel or some something happened. Yeah, they've had they had things. I think C D Lamb got injured towards the end of the year. They had like they, they had, had some a couple injuries. They had like injuries that were affecting their season. Yeah. Yeah. So you think you think that the, the Cowboys will rebound next year? I think they'll rebound next year exactly. And you think Dak will perform? Damn. Okay. Sure. I mean, I do think Dak is is a really good quarterback. So I mean, I think. He's he's around in the top, he's in there in the top ten. I don't know. You, you know, it's interchangeable. A lot of these guys are real close. You know what I mean? It just depends on who you think will perform better. Sure. You know what I mean? You know, this is how it goes. <sighs> Wesley, do you want to uh, switch it over to the NBA? That's fine. Yeah. So, what do you feel? You know, obviously, Carmelo Anthony, one of your favorite players growing up. For sure. Potentially returning to the Knicks. I would copy his um, play style a lot growing up. I remember I was telling you that. Yeah. Sure. So what do you feel about Carmelo Anthony returning to the Knicks? Do I think he'll be where he was previously when he was at the well, Knicks? Obviously not. No, I don't, I don't think so. But Obviously not because he's an older, you know. But I think it's cool just to do it, though. I think it is cool just just it, to it, go back to like a retirement team. run. You yeah, know for mean? sure. But then again, like, who does the Knicks have? That are, nobody. That are stars? Nobody. So then... The Knicks got nobody. It's really just he would just kind of run in the back one year with the Knicks just to like, see... Uh, like I a, think he would have had an opportunity to win a championship with the Lakers. He's screwing up that opportunity. By just going on a retirement tour. With the Knicks. Uh, yeah, let's be real, because the Knicks aren't winning a ring. The Knicks are... The is Knicks it, aren't is, winning a championship. Is Carmelo Anthony going to give up on winning a ring? Officially, by going to the Knicks. That's that's, that's giving it up. Is. Yeah, he's giving sure. it up. He's giving up his dream of winning the championship by going to the Knicks. And he deserved it. He really did. Oh, yeah. Carmelo Anthony deserved a ring. I thought, you know, I hoped he could have got it this with year. With the Lakers, but. Maybe if he just stayed one more year, run it back with LeBron, maybe they got a chance next year. But he's not. But he's not. He doesn't want to. You know what? He probably just didn't want to play with Russ no more. Nope. Said nah, I'd he, Carmelo Anthony said I would rather go to the Knicks than play with Russell Westbrook. That's how bad it is for the Lakers right now. That's why I said last episode he just needs to retire, go off into the sunset. Yeah, I mean when you're choosing the Knicks over playing with Russ, I mean that's bad. You know it's I mean? really bad, and but, that's not it's not bad for Carmelo Anthony because like you said, like we were saying, he's going on a retirement. Like he's 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 going back to a team. That he played with really, really well legendary. for a, a decent amount of time. Legendary. It was legendary for that franchise. One of the the biggest Knicks star that they've had in recent times. Yeah. And he had him in the playoffs. Ultimately, the one thing, they were never able to really give him that second guy, second, second star to, like, make him a contender at that time because they were competing against, like, Miami LeBron. And, like, you know, like come on, bro. You're going to need some other help. You know what I mean? Melo couldn't do it on his own. Of course. That's just how it was. And even when he was in Denver, he had some chances. But, you know, he, you know, he never really got it there either. Now, what do you think about um, LeBron? It's rumored that he wants to own a team in Vegas. Well, you know what that means. Let, let's shoot it straight. Who would be a better owner? LeBron? Or MJ? Or MJ? I got LeBron. LeBron all day the better owner. All day better owner than MJ. We've already seen it. MJ has been the a failed owner so far. Of course. A failure at the, at the, with Charlotte. Let's just be real. What has he done? He hasn't done nothing. Hey, I, I would say they're better than where they were. That's not saying much, though. <laughs> they're, they're better than where they were, though. He hasn't done nothing with them. 
You, you're telling it takes me? time to build a franchise. LeBron, bro, he'll be getting that team in Vegas. It's LeBron. You've already seen LeBron knows how to build a team together because they already call him the GM now. Le- LeBron has been constructing teams for years because he's been doing it as a player. So you think he's not going to be able to do it as an owner? Of course. LeBron will be the easiest. And he basically the coaches owner. teams. Like LeBron, he might like like right. I'm saying right now, like he's basically he's coaching basi- the he's Lakers. Basi- LeBron basically coaches the Lakers. He GMs the Lakers. He owns the Lakers. He plays for the Lakers. He does it all for. He might as well ref the Lakers. LeBron does it all for the Lakers. That's why LeBron is the greatest basketball player of all time. Let's just be real. LeBron is the goat easily, and LeBron is gonna continue. Not easily. LeBron's Not easily though. Especially next season when he overtakes Kareem. For the scoring record, that's it. That's it. Once LeBron gets the scoring record, I don't want. I can't hear nothing. I can't hear nothing about it no more. It's over for me. Even if LeBron doesn't get another championship, he just, he just has four. And I, obviously, I hope he gets another championship. That would, I think that would be cool. Yeah, when LeBron added the three, the three point shot to his game, it just it's crazy. I think it would be cool if LeBron is able to win a championship with his son. Sure, but I'm just saying, like, that complete it didn't it completely, completely change the game, but like it added another element to his yeah. game that just yeah, <sighs> you know, you know, Curry kind of changed the game in that sense. It made it you know, like he of course influenced LeBron. So. Of course, but it's it's just you have to ex- like you don't know what to expect as a defender now. LeBron could do it anything. He could pull up for the three. He could drive in, hit the fadeaway, go in for the drive because you know LeBron on the drive. He's just Steph's gonna, not going in for the drive. You just, I mean, just, he is, but like sometimes he's, he's going to make a he, skill move. He hits some crafty layups. You know, LeBron's going to use the physicality. Yeah, for sure. LeBron is just going to be. They called him the fright train back in the day. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's LeBron. You know what I'm saying? But in term, but one thing we know that if a team does end up coming in Vegas. That potentially will mean that the Supersonics will come back in as well. So how would you feel the NBA as currently constructive now with a team in Vegas and the Seattle Supersonics coming back? What would you feel? Would hey, you feel? I remember we were talking about that like maybe like two podcasts ago. And that would be amazing, man. And especially the rumors are true that KD would go to back to the Supersonics. That would be that would be pretty cool. And it would be No cool. Russ. No Russ. Make sure. No Russ. There ain't no Russ. We don't need Russ at the Supersonics, just KD. And Gary Payton, potentially, he would be a part owner of the of the Supersonics. Sure. Uh, hey, it Love. would be fire. Gary Payton, bringing him back, and then LeBron with, with the Vegas. I think I think it would be cool for the NBA. I think the NBA needs something to spice it up. For yeah, sure. I think, I think like, LeBron still being involved as a team in Vegas, that would be good storylines for the league, and then... Obviously, I'm sure players would want to go there. Might end up seeing Ja in the future going there. Who, or who, you know, maybe Giannis will go to Vegas in the future. God, you never know who's going to go to Vegas in the future. Gary Payne might be want to coach by his dad and go to the Supersonics. That would be fire. Imagine that would be fire. So there's a lot of things that can happen. I think that would be pretty cool. But did you see? I know he's there for him now, though, with the Warriors. I know he's on the sideline oh, yeah. probably during the finals oh, yeah. and helping him out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think I don't know. I've seen him. I'm, I'm sure he's there. It's, it's Gary Payton. You know what I mean? He's got to be there. He's a legend. He's sure. one of the GOATs, one of the best defenders of all time. Locked up MJ. You ready to switch it from sports sports to music? Well, I I, I did just want to hit on Shaq real quick. All right, yeah. Let's hit sure. on Shaq. Shaq was saying how, how in an interview, how the Lakers 3P team with him 
would beat the Bulls three-peat team back in the day. Well, the th- double three-peat, but we basically you know what team we're talking about. Of course. Do you think the Lakers three-peat team would beat the Bulls three-peat? That team, do you think that team would beat that Bulls team? No. No? Definitely not. That Bulls team was too dominant. You got Dennis Rodman, Steve Kerr, Michael Jordan, MJ. You got Kobe and Shaq. But sh- it's Shaq. Who's guarding Shaq? Dennis Rodman. But it's Shaq. But it's Dennis Rodman. All right. I guess Dennis Rodman's not guarding Shaq. But it's Shaq. There's nobody who can guard Shaq. It's Shaq. Shaq is like, Shaq is like Ray Lewis, bro, in the in the paint. You know what I mean? It's like, but he's gonna miss he's shots. A, he's just gonna body you and get the dunk. He's not gonna do that every time. He's gonna pass the ball, and that yeah, player, who, fa- and he's, he's not gonna, gonna pass gonna it to, to Kobe every time. He'll pass it to Kobe. Not every time. He would have, but he he wouldn't have. Come on, it's Kobe. You know, not, you know, Kobe wouldn't really pass it like that anyway. They get he's getting sub. Sometime throughout the game. That's when Shaq dominates. It's Shaq, bro. I I I, I do think I, I I don't know. That Lakers three P team, bro, it's Shaq. I, I just think nobody would be able to guard Shaq and I think like over like I don't know. I think the I think the Lakers three P team might would would win, potentially. I think it'd be close because MJ, Pippen, Kerr. But like you gotta admit that Lakers team. Shaq and Kobe? The prime? MJ and Pippen. People say MJ wouldn't be MJ without Scottie Pippen. Yeah. So you're telling me, bro, you got that team versus the Lakers? Come on, man. And you're not picking the Bulls? I'm I'm taking the Lakers. I just think Shaq... Come on, man. Shaq would be like... Uh, just too much of a of a beast. He's not going to be enough. Can, and they got the role players around him, Robert Ory and some other role players around them. You know, they can hit the shots. Just like Steve Kerr could hit the shots for the Bulls. Would it go seven games if it was a seven-game series? Yes, it would be that close. But, like, the Lakers. I got the Lakers all day. No, I got the Bulls for sure. All right, but now we can shoot it straight into music. Bet. Drake's new album, well, rumored. Drake's new album. I'm ready. CLB was a classic. I'm ready for Drake's new album. It's sure. gonna be a classic. Well, probably it's gonna be mixtape kind of mixtape. Yeah, Mo- summer mixtape. But it, whatever Drake comes out with, I'm ready for it. Well, it was like the Dark Knight demo. Dark Knight it would demo. be something like that. And, and some of the songs on there was fire. He didn't drop that during like summer, did he? I think I was like towards the fall. Oh yeah, it was right. like August, I think, or something like that. Which is around when it is like it's you know could come out now. I think I, I don't know. I feel like Drake. He didn't. He doesn't need to drop per se, but I'm never gonna complain with new Drake music. It's gonna be fire. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm gonna be hell of excited to see a Hot Boy feature on there. That is gonna. That's gonna blow my mind, man. That's gonna be crazy. Yeah, because we saw Hot Boy getting love from Drake on social media. Hot Boy, obviously one of our favorite artists right now. If Hot Boy and Drake. Made that happen, that would be like track of the summer. And then we didn't talk about it on the last pod or whatever, right? That he got signed, right? Or did Who? we? Who? That Hot Boy got signed to Drake. Did we talk about that? He didn't get signed to Drake. Oh, 
But like you got the the cosine from the, the cosine. cosine. Yeah, no, we didn't talk about that. But obviously, uh, Hot Boy got the Drake cosine exactly. So like I think it would be cool, but I don't know if that's what what I expect to be on the project. I think it would be cool for that to happen though, because don't get me wrong, I would love for that to happen. Hot Boy and Drake, I need that. You know what I mean? I need that to happen. But I do expect some summer bangers though. Little baby to be on there, future. If he's dropping a summer mixtape and he doesn't really need to drop, you know it's gonna be bangers for the summer. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it'll be with a lot of features though. But I've seen like he's linked he was linked in with like little baby in the studio and all that. Could come out as a single instead of being on the tape. Like he did with before. <laughs> but you say you don't expect many features on the on this Drake mixtape. No, I think it's mostly gonna be Drake. Hmm. So what do you so what do you expect on this? What do you what kind of gonna be bangers? I think it's gonna be bangers, and I think it's gonna be a mix like he always does. Some song for the woman, some song like not necessarily for the streets because that's not who Drake caters towards, but yeah, song that's more harder rap per se. Yeah. So. Huh. I think I, it's just gonna be a mixed. I would say. I would I would just say the news came out of nowhere, so like it was just an, totally unexpected for Drake to drop. You know, I think after CLB, we no one was really expecting him to drop for like two years. Of course. So if he's coming this soon, it's you know it's got to be bangers. I feel like, you know what I mean. Some would say I think CLB is aging like it's it's gonna be it's a really good album. You know what I mean. But I guess some people at the time when it came out, they were saying it was overrated. They didn't really liking it as much. So I think Drake is gonna come with some hits this time. Sure. Like, way too sexy was a hit, but it wasn't like a dr- typical Drake hit. It wasn't no one dance or it wasn't no. a hotline bling hit. I think Drake is gonna come with like a hit hit, like some fake love hit, like some God's plan type shit. Speaking of, speaking of new projects, you ready to get in Kevin Gates' new album? In the new song he just dropped. Yeah, Super Gremlin remix. Or it was like, what was it called exactly? It was like I don't know, even know, like Super something, Super General. Super General. Super General. I mean, obviously, he spoke on a lot of stuff in that song. It was a crazy song. You know, I didn't, nobody really expected it. He had a lot of name drops in that song. Obviously, the biggest taking point from that song was that his wife cheated on him. And turned his kids against him. That shit was crazy. Not many people have heard that, though. That she turned his kids against him. You yeah, want to speak on that a little more? He said it in the lyrics. Probably. He was talking about, like, in the media, like, she was portraying him to be the bad guy. And in the interviews, like, he was taking the blame because, like, that's what he had to do at the time. And he said that was affecting his mental health, and then that's why he, he said he was drinking heavily and doing whatever he was doing. And then he got sober, he changed his mindset, and they didn't like that. And that's and then like now he's sober now. And he was like, make he made obviously this song, he's name dropping and stuff like that. But they they said they didn't like it that that he got sober. Like that's how messed up it was. And we all know he did his dirt back in the day. He even admitted it on a couple songs that he has made his mistakes and he's cheated on his and on his wife, but. That wasn't when they were married. That was before they got married. And then apparently, she did you know, with the personal trainer. Yeah, that, that was the worst. She slept. Like, she slept on him with personal, personal trainer, trainer after, like recently. And so that's it's just messed up to do it with the personal trainer, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he was like the personal trainer invaded my personal space. Like that's just that. That's just messed up. He said that in the song. He said that in the song. That was the lyric in the song when he. Yeah. Like, that shit was messed up. Like, you can't. I don't know. That's just crazy. Like, do you feel like she she did, like she shouldn't have did what she did, right? Hell no, nah. definitely not. And that she should have just forgave him, 
for the stuff that they, they when if they got was, when they got married. If you was exactly they should have put you, that in the past. If you was gonna break up with him, you if, if you was gonna be mad about the cheating, then you should broke up with him a long course. time ago. I'm sure most but of the you, fans think that. But once you marry him, and you like once you marry him, you forgave him. <laughs> like if you like once you marry him, you basically forgave him for doing that. Of you were like, all right, I'm like I'm forgiving you, and we're gonna get married. At that point, you can't go back on it now and go cheat with the personal trainer. That shit's messed up. Of course, you know it's horrible. Like, that shit ain't right. Kevin Gaines ain't deserve it. Hell nah. And that shit was messing with his personal mental health and all that. Like it's crazy how you try to benefit. I mean, you try to you try to improve your lifestyle, and then like the people around you, just they, they weren't supporting him. They they were they didn't want him to get sober because they didn't want him to be thinking right and speaking out on just how messed up was the situation was. I'm just I just find it crazy how like he, he was, was speaking he was, on it just he like was doing he was doing whatever he could to improve his life whether it was lose weight or like exactly or like whatever get sober was, get sober. But and then, then like, like, his, like he did all that he and he accomplished it too. Just for his wife to cheat on him. That's what I'm saying. Like if you look at it like Kevin Gates, like he lost all the weight. Like he said that his kids was telling him he was fat. He lost all the weight. He got sober. And then this is what he gets for it. That's messed up. Like I don't know. Like I I would I understand why Kevin Gates was going through it because if I did all that and then I, that this still happened, like come on man. You'd be going through it too. Of course. This shit ain't right. Nope. Not right at all. All right. Let's talk about, let's shoot it straight into the YNW Melly trial. <laughs> well, the, I guess the. About, um, oh, you, you can go. The police detective is officially testifying that they know YNW Melly is the shooter. Yeah. Like it's confirmed. Like they got, like he's testifying it. Like they got the you, evidence. You know how he's doing it, right? Nah, did you read it? Yeah. So he's, um, he's basically, um, it's, it's, it's a specific detective that's able to um, scheme out the um, what happened during the crime, like mm-hmm. um, the scene. Mm-hmm. He he's able to paint the scene based on the blood splatter, um, and he's able to tell where they were in the car and like x x y and z. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so that so that guy he has been able to figure every, everything out. So he's gonna like paint the picture of exactly how the crime happened. Of course, on, on um, the stand. Yeah, so they, it's over for him. They specifically call I can't remember what they call him, but they 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 call him. Uh, I can't remember, but they call him a certain type of, um, they work for the police. I, mm-hmm. I can't remember what they call him, but yeah, they, they just like, they paint the scene of the crime and exactly what happened. Damn. And, and, and Melly's lawyers didn't want him to speak, speak, go, go up and go up on trial because they're saying that it's just like hearsay. Like he could just make anything up. Exactly. Because like, it's his interpretation of what happened, but like, there's of no, course. Like, it's not a hundred percent, but that's based, but his interpretation it's based is based on off, all the facts. Yeah. So like. I don't know. I feel like he's going to paint the picture so good because I feel like everyone has a pretty clear idea of what happened. Now. I don't know. Melly said he's getting out in a year. Let's be real, bro. Like, I, I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't either, personally. Do I, I got I got a more likely chance that Thug will get it's out. It's way more likely that Thug finds a way out and Gunna than Melly finds a way out. For sure. However, I do think there's a slim chance that somehow they might get off on some other like some crazy shit. They might get off like on a technicality. A technicality, exactly. Maybe if they get lucky. That's like the only way though, because the way they've kept painting. And the prosecutors must have done some something. They missed a step. Exactly. But or the police because like they the, didn't get a right warrant or whatever exactly, it was. Because the way they've been painting the picture on this case the whole time, like they're making it out to be like it's a, like like there's no there's no way. Like like they like in the, when you see the evidence and you hear it, it's like, but there's no possible way it could have been any other way. Like they made it like they thought they had a good plan, but in reality it wasn't a good plan. Of course. Because they just it just wasn't a good plan. Cause it was just, 
it just was trash. What, Melly? Yeah, like the plan of how they were executing that, like it was just trash. Took him out to the middle of nowhere, so it could have been nowhere else. And then, like, come on. Then the guy drove, like. Yeah, Melly screwed. Like, they got, like. The phone, like, you bought the phone. Like, why would you bring the phone? Yeah, they, they got his phone, lo- the location and everything. Like, there's nothing he could do. Exactly. Like, like you got to plan and, for that. And you know what they, they tried to say, right? What? That, that uh, like, an op tried to kill him. An op? Yeah, like an op. Uh, op, like, oh, yeah, 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 it was like a drive by, yeah, like a drive by. Like, obviously, wasn't because, like, with the bullet trajectory, we talked about that before. And what I mean by op, I mean like, like, an a, a rival, a rival gang member, yeah, obviously, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what they tried to paint the picture as, but it's not gonna work, it's not gonna work. But speaking of opportunities to where you can shoot people and it's actually legal, <laughs> Modern Warfare 2 is coming out. The new COD. What do you have to say about this? I know I'm, you saw the new trailer. Man, I'm really, really excited. I, I, I watched the trailer live. As, as It was like the worldwide release trailer. I, I watched the time go down and boom, trailer dropped. It was amazing. Graphics. Everything's better. I'm really, really excited. Like I, I probably said it on the podcast before, but I've been playing COD for a really long time. Probably like 10 plus. And yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited. The mo- the some of the most things that I'm excited about is that there's no no more yearly release date, so that means they'll be able to take time to make sure that the game is running no running good no with flaws. no flaws, no and, bugs, and that and that all the parent companies, including Raven, Activision, they're just coming together and making one game. And that's what we needed this whole time. Because all the great, all the great companies coming together, like there's no way it can be trash. And there's so much stuff that, like, all right, so Raven, they got some good, good components about them. Activision, they got yeah, some, some good components, good components about them. Combine all the components, and it's over, and it's over. Why compete when we could just combine and make the best game of all time? Exactly. And that's what they're finally gonna do. That's what they're finally gonna do. So what about some of the other new additions that the you saw that they're adding into the game? They're adding water back. They haven't had water since oof. I can't even I'm trying to remember when they had water. Yeah, but they haven't had water and like multiplayer and et cetera for a pretty long time. And I know they're really, really committed to it. Like they're like making the way like the reflection off like the sunlight and the water and all that stuff. Like if you have teardrops or like not teardrops, but like water drops lit on you, like mm-hmm. it, it's going to be like some next level stuff. Yeah. Underwater fights, pistols and yeah, all that I stuff. Saw that, I saw that. And then like, they were saying how like when you shoot underwater, it's going to take more bullets to kill them because like in real course. life, like, like so there, a lot and of like the stuff. bullets are going to pass slower. Like the velocity of the bullets going to be a lot slower. So I think it's cool how they're doing a lot of the stuff and they're making it more realistic in a sense, because like you want it to be realistic. Another thing I'm excited about that the leveling up guns, leveling up guns will be so much easier now because they're doing it to where like it's like a like you uh, you get the first weapon and then like it's like a it's like a web of weapons something like that. It's like you unlock the M4A1 and then like you can unlock those attachments for the M4A1 and then you'll have the next and then you'll have those attachments for the next AR that you unlock. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's it, easier to level it's, up guns. It's what they needed and people were complaining and um accusing like call of duty of like making money off packs like so they would release like a really good gun and then they would release it in a pack and they would make it hard to level up so you have to buy the, buy pack. the pack so no that's pretty much gonna be like different next to the model for two yeah i'm I'm really glad that they're doing that another thing that they're ad- adding is um 
when you're jumping from a building, like you can grab the ledge now. Like you can actually grab the ledge if you're almost made. If you almost made it, so uh -huh. that's cool. You'll be able to climb up and stuff. Warzone two, com completely. They're they're revamping it. It's it's gonna run like with the same engine as like Modern Warfare two does. And and, and you showed me the leak map. Yeah, talk about the leak map, man. The, the exclusive. Nobody knows about the leak map. Yeah. Wait, what 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 you see on the leak map? Some people know about this. However, it's not really all that known, but they're at, they're they're definitely gonna be adding modern model like the original Modern Warfare Two multiplayer POIs or um, locations. They're adding the original locations from the original game, and I I'm I, as a real Call of Duty fan that it's gonna bring back so much memories playing that, and I know. Oh my god! If they lost fans. They're definitely they're getting, getting them, back. them back. They're getting them back. They're getting them back for yeah. sure. Not Very. only because people are gonna buy COD just because it's COD. COD. Like that's just how COD works. Like yeah. people will buy COD because Call of Duty. Yeah. Like that's just how it works. Of course. But I know they lost a lot of their fans because people were upset of how they treated Warzone because they didn't take care of it that much during its time span. But now, like, I got a feeling like with. With like we what we said with everything with all the new additions and the parent companies coming together and no new yearly releases, it's Warzone Two will definitely be the best game of 2022. Ooh, period. And I'm saying I'm saying Call of Duty, but I want to say Warzone because that's that's specifically what I play. Like yeah, you know that's what we be playing Warzone. Yeah, you know we. I used to play a lot of multiplayer back in the day, but. Not necessarily that much anymore. Yeah. It hasn't interested me enough. Yeah. But we'll see if MW2. I, I personally am going to wait till it comes out. See if I want to buy it. I might buy it. I, yeah. haven't, I haven't bought a COD and Call of Duty. Like actually bought bought it. In a minute. It's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, but obviously we've seen like uh, like some of the exclusive stuff. You know, when we watch J God and some like you know what I mean. So in terms of like everything, like you're expecting it to be. Top game, yeah, for sure. Like the COD or the Wars, like Warzone will be the top game. Yeah, Warzone will be the top game of twenty twenty. Like, uh, like streamed, bought, everything, everything. and on YouTube too. For sure. Damn. I mean, I hope that it lives up to the expectations to the hype because, you know, obviously, we, you know, we we playing it a lot. Yeah, for sure. And you know, we're one of the best duos. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We coming for them. Shoot it straight. You know, we coming for them. The best duo. For sure. But. That was it with the COD. I'm trying to think of anything more. Um, no, man, I'm just, uh, I'm just really excited. Oh, and I had they say the campaign's gonna be amazing, mm -hmm. and I haven't played, I haven't played, I haven't bought a game, so I haven't played, I haven't bought a Call of Duty, so I haven't played the campaign in X amount of years. But mm -hmm. if if everything lives out to the hype, then I'm definitely in the game. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and I got a feeling it, it will because those. Two biggest things, but no, I said it and I'll say it again. I said it a couple times. I'll say it again. No yearly release date and the parent companies coming together. That's going to be the difference makers. It's going to make it to where it, it's going to, that game, man, that game going to be crazy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see what they ultimately like come with, you know? What, what? The one thing that got me a little scared what? about, about, about Warzone. As if they get rid of rebirth. Mm, nah, they can't. 
<laughs> they just wait, might wait, get rid of Rebirth. Wait, what are we going to play? <laughs> We're going to hop on that new map. Nah. We're going to go on that new map. Nah. We're flying in. We got to play Rebirth. And you don't know about it. And you, you won't be able to, like, truly, like, like get that those feelings from those POIs because you never really played Modern Warfare 2 like that, the original one. Yeah. But you will. But I will. Damn. I'll be running around High Rise. I'll be running around Quarry. Be like, damn. You know about it. Takes me back. You're going to be feeling like you was a kid again. Takes me back. It's going to take me back. Like when you was with the boys back in the day. Yep. It's going to take me back. Damn. Well, I guess we're both looking forward to that, obviously. Can't wait to see what they come with. Ultimately, it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know what I'm saying? So you want to go ahead and uh, wrap this one up? Yeah, for sure. You want to talk about any future? Any what? Future things or? Like the, well, oh, oh well, I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, I guess we can go ahead and. No, I, I think we should leave like the interviews and stuff. We got, we got some stuff coming. No, obviously, we always working behind the scenes, but I don't know if we should. Of course. I don't know if we should. We should be counting. You know what I mean? We should be talking on it too. You know what I mean? Just know that we got some stuff coming in the guys, future. Maybe potentially the next episode, you know, we'll have, you know, first interview potentially. Or, you know, it'll be coming up here pretty soon. We're trying to lock it in um, behind the scenes. So, you know, we got some big things happening. So just stay tuned with that. But, I mean, with that being said, let's just, you know, obviously like and subscribe on the, on the channel. You know, every single subscriber, you know, we're on the road to, to 100 right now. And we yeah. love reading the comments. Facts. Whether they're neg negative or positive. That's just because because negative comments is still good because even if you disagree with what we're saying, that's that's like I want like, I want to have the discussion. I want to hear what you're of trying course. to say. And we're interested in other people's perspectives and it might change it might our change, perspectives. It might change our opinion if you you know, if if if, if make a good point. You never know. That's how that's how the world works. You know what I mean? So yeah, man, we love seeing the comments on the reels, so in the reels and in the, in the comments on YouTube, so fuck it. You know what I mean? Like it and subscribe and do all that and yeah, with that being said, I'm Zach. And I'm Blue. And we'll shoot it straight next time. Peace. And we'll shoot it straight next time. Peace. Peace.